Bruce Lawn. Did the Chosen fly a rainbow flag in celebration of Pride Month and come out? Are they equivalent now of Target and Bud Light? When it comes to the question of the LGTV, I believe that God designed Marriage and the act of intimacy to be enjoyed exclusively between one man and one woman. That is it. Everything outside of that is out. I'm also not here to change your mind on if you should love the chosen or hate the chosen. I Listen, I really don't care. What I am here to do is to be very clear and very specific about all of the details and let you come to the conclusion of however you think this is or isn't right. Just to be fair. Now, do me a solid. Destroy that like button because I think everyone should be able to to hear me out on this and get behind this. Okay, so here is the brief synopsis. I'll catch you up. Okay, my friend, John Root, who's been on this channel before, John is a part of Turning Faith USA. That is Charlie Kirk's organization. That is, um, he runs the faith side there. He's been on my stream before. We've done some other stuff together. John Root put this on Twitter. And by the way, I spent 40 minutes today on the phone with John. We had a, a good conversation. I'll give you guys some of the details. He, he didn't say anything was private uh, about any of this conversation, but he gave me all the context I needed to have. I also been texting with the creator of The Chosen, uh, Dallas Jenkins, and he also was very transparent in all this. Okay. So here is what went crazy and exploded on social media. John Root wrote, hey, The Chosen TV, which is their Twitter handle, um, can you explain why there is a pride flag on set. And if you notice here, there is a uh, pride flag. Now, let me play you guys the actual video where this is from. So, who so this is them showing Judas the behind the scenes. Okay, and there's the frame. You guys see the little rainbow flag? Doing laundry right? together would be one of the most fascinating scenes in season okay. four. Maybe so, like every mother. This so there's the clip. And so it ends at 29 seconds. It starts Judas at... And Z. 25 Doing seconds. laundry together would be one of the most okay. fascinating scenes. And, see and so there's a three-inch rainbow flag, and we all know the rainbow flag has been, I would say, hijacked by the LGTV community to represent some of their views that I would say are not in, uh, that, that are in contrast with the scriptures. So there, there is the issue. Now, of course, people are taking this and they're pointing to this scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, and they're saying uh, do not be yoked together with unbelievers, for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common, or what fellowship can light have with darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Blau, or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols, for we are the temple of the living God, as God said. So, put a pin in that, we're the temple of the living God. So, John had an issue with the chosen having that flag on their set. John's perspective of this is that the chosen is similar to a ministry, uh, similar to a church, if you will. And they, they basically responded saying, I don't have a screen grab of it right now, but they basically responded saying, listen, uh, we have over 100 staff members that work with us, and we have folks from all uh, viewpoints and political persuasions and LGTV that, that work for us. And uh, we've always been open about it. Now, as far as I, I know, and I thought this was common, that The Chosen uh, does hire people of all backgrounds 
And I think they've been fairly open about this. Um, the Obviously, you have Daryl Eves, who's actually also a friend of mine. He, people know that he is a Mormon. Um, Angel Studios that helped start The Chosen as a Mormon. Daryl uh, Dallas Jenkins has came on my channel and talked about all of this stuff. So they've always been very direct about that they hire a wide spectrum of people. And people find offense to that because they feel like The Chosen is a ministry. And The Chosen is, by every measurable metric, whether that's how they legally file, whether that's their own self-identified vision, um, or not. They don't see themselves as a ministry. They see themselves as a media company that does the story, and they want to get the best packaging for the story, the best storytellers, the best cinematographers, the best people on the market. They want to get into this arena. So there's a, there's a fundamental disagreement on what is the chosen. Is the chosen closer to a church or is the chosen a media company that does a production of a show that they will acknowledge as a fan fiction depiction of Jesus inspired by the scriptures, but not literally following the scriptures. Therein lies the tension. Let me show you guys another scripture that some of you guys may not be familiar with, and then I'll tell you guys what Dallas Jenkins told me privately uh, that he has no problem with sharing. Matter of fact, Dallas may be coming on the channel this week and clarifying any of this kind of stuff. Okay, so... Interesting passage, and I, again, in my conversation with John, we went back and forth on this. Um, this is Second Chronicles chapter 2. We're going to do a little Bible study today, all right? We're going to do a little Bible study today. Solomon decided to build a temple to honor the name of the Lord and also a royal palace for himself. He enlisted the force of 70,000 laborers, 80,000 men to quarry stone in the hill country and 3,600 foremen. Solomon also sent this message to King Harim, okay, at Tyre. Now, this is Solomon building a temple. Remember, the previous verse just said that we are the temple of God. Now, check out what happens here. This is really interesting. Solomon is sending a message to King Harim at Tyre. Send me cedar logs, as you did for my father, David. So David was also friends with this king when he was building his palace. I am about to build a temple to honor the name of the Lord my God. It will be a place set apart to burn uh, to burn fragrance incense before him to display the special sacrificial bread and to sacrifice burnt offerings each morning and evening on the Sabbaths at noon celebrations and the other appointed festivals of the Lord our God. He has commanded Israel to do these things. There must be a magnificent temple because our God is greater than all the other gods. But who can really build him a worthy home? Not even the highest heavens can contain him. So who am I to consider building a temple for him except as a place to burn sacrifice to him? Solomon has this amazing idea of he wants to build a temple to God. He wants to build a temple to the Most High God. Okay, Solomon is the son of David. He sends a letter to this king and he asks him for specific resources, specific kinds of wood. David was also friends with this king. Now check this out. Verse 7. So send me a master craftsman who can work with gold, silver, bronze, and iron, as well as with purple, scarlet, and blue cloth. He must be a skilled engraver who can work with the craftsmen of Judah and Jerusalem who were selected by my father, David. Also, send me cedar, uh, cypress, and red sandalwood, low logs from Lebanon, for I know that, you, uh, that your men are without equal at cutting timber in Lebanon, I will send my men to help. An immense amount of timber will be needed for the temple I'm going to build. will be very large and magnificent in payment for your woodcutters. I am sending 10,000 bushels of crush. So he's making a deal with them. Solomon is making a deal here. 
with this king. It's a good deal. What am I talking about? How does this relate, Ruslan? What the heck are you talking about? It's very simple. Solomon wants to build something amazing for God, the temple. Specifically, David, his father, couldn't build it because David was too much of a warrior. He had too much blood on his hands. And so he built himself a palace, but he could never build a temple for God. And so Solomon is now building the temple for God. If you're paying close attention, King Hiram at Tyre is a pagan nation. What does that have to do with anything? The way that this was built, the children of Israel didn't have the craftsmen, they didn't have the skilled men, they didn't have the labor to build the temple to God. Scholars and the story and history believe that Solomon, believe it or not, is using pagan craftsmen, pagan workers, pagan creators to build the temple of God. Why? Because he wants it to be magnificent. He wants it to be the very best. And it is outside of the skill set of the children of Israel. Solomon built the temple of God using pagan resources, pagan supplies, people that did not believe in the same God. In my life, I've always known this. Growing up, I always saw that that is in scripture, that when someone is attempting to build something as a creative entrepreneur, that you want to go. And if you can work with all Christians, great. But when you're doing operations with hundreds of people, you're looking for the most competent people to get the job done, even if they're pagans, even if they don't believe in Jesus. And we see that in scripture with how the temple was built. Second Corinthians is talking about partnering being yoked up and partnering with people who are not Christians, meaning you have a 50-50 partnership with someone that's a pagan. That is absolutely different than someone that is working for you, a contractor, a consultant, whatever, that is not a part of that. And so what am I getting at here? Sometimes in our desire for a pound of flesh and, and, and blood, uh, we will share friendly fire. We'll shoot our own. We'll wound our own. Instead of saying, well, what is the chosen's objective here? Is the chosen trying to be a ministry or church? No. What is the chosen trying to do? Oh, they're a for-profit business that is a, a, a film studio? Okay. And so because they're a film studio, they want to get the best craftsmen to make the best possible product they can? Okay. So we're conflating what their definition is on paper. And then we are saying that they also need to go and fire the gay person who works for them and tell them they can't fly a flag on set. Now, how if the roles were reversed and you were working for a gay boss, a secular employer, and you came to church with a Jesus hat on and a, a Jesus t-shirt, would you want them to tell you to take that off because they don't agree with it? Now, here's an interesting fact about this frame. You want to know something interesting about this? This is this camera operator's personal equipment. This is not the chosen flying a flag. This is not the chosen coming out with a special episode for Pride Month. This is not the chosen doing anything um, with regards to endorsing this. This is a, a four-second frame in a behind-the-scenes video of a camera operator who's using his own equipment on set and on his own equipment is deciding to fly his own flag. Three inches big. And... The expectation of the chosen is they need to fire him 
or at the least they need to say no gay flags on set. That is the conclusion that we're coming to. That is what is expected for, 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 for this. Okay. Now here's something I'm going to tell you guys, and you guys may not like this, and some of you guys may want to uh, uh, unsubscribe, and that's totally fine. I make music. I've always made music. I used to mix my own music. I since stopped mixing my own music. My mixing engineer now is not a Christian. My mixing engineer now isn't just not a Christian. Uh, he smokes a lot of weed. My mixing engineer now is not just a Christian who smokes a lot of weed. He's also a Palestinian. Who disagrees with me strongly about my views on Israel. If my mixing engineer was working on a song of mine and put up a snippet of him in, 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 on Instagram and there was smoke in the background and a Palestinian flag and I shared it, that wouldn't be an endorsement of me saying, yay, cannabis industry and yay, the agenda of the Palestinian regime. Wouldn't be the same thing. That wouldn't be an endorsement of the military of Gaza. That would be me using wisdom to create the best possible product that I can with the resources that I have, hiring the best possible mixer I can, who is not a Christian, smokes weed, and rocks a Palestinian flag. And we've had a lot of conversations about all this stuff. And I've got to share the gospel a whole lot with him. And me going out into the marketplace and getting the very best access and the very best craftsman I can to help me build what I'm building, to help me build the music that I'm building. And if you don't like that, if you think I should only work with Christians, even though I just gave you guys a scriptural example of, a, of pagans, of pagans, pagan craftsmen being used to build the temple of God. Cool, then you don't like that, that, that those scriptures, fine. If you don't like that I make Christian music or uh, uh, make Christian YouTube, and sometimes we might hire uh, a pagan editor, a, a, a pagan designer for something, cool, that's fine. But what I think is extremely unfair is conflating what the chosen have a four-second four frame, a four-second clip that they're now the same as Bud Light, and now they're the same as Target, who's intentionally going out, platforming and hiring influencers from this community and endorsing not just them, but endorsing the ideology. I think that is extremely unfair to the chosen. And I said this to John and to anyone that, that rocks with this, right? And so um, if someone's using their own equipment and they want to have their own flag on their own equipment and you have over 100 employees... I don't I don't I I think we're looking for a pound of flesh and we're looking to have a winch hunt on something where we're actually we're actually shooting our own and we're wounding our own and I don't think it's healthy and I don't think it's necessary. The best response to all of this in my opinion, believe it or not, is actually from uh uh Jeremy from The Daily Wire. Not sure if you guys know who this is. Shout out to Jeremy's Razor. So The Daily Wire actually uh, uh posted this the Chosen Defense Pride flag spotted on set. Let the show speak for itself. That was their response. 
And listen what Jer- Jeremy wrote. The owner of Daily Wire wrote this. This was his response. This is a disgusting piece, and I'm sorry we ran it. So this is the guy that owns the company, and this was his response. A show like The Chosen has 100-plus employees. One of them uh, brought a pride flag to work. That sucks, but it's hardly the fault of the show. The producer's response also sucks, but it isn't, tr- but it isn't untrue. There is no, you don't have to hire gay people if you don't agree with homosexuality allowance in U.S. labor law. On the whole, this piece reeks of purity, death, spiral politics. Unless you are perfect, as defined by the ever and rapidly changing sensibilities of the moment, you aren't even good. That way lies madness. Hold people and organizations accountable, yes, hold them to impossible standards and require death for their sins, I think actual Jesus had nothing to say about this. I think it's only now and in this climate where we much rather be known by how many culture war things we're against than what are the things that we're for and what are the things that we're building to point back to Jesus. Now, I'm not saying Dallas is perfect or the chosen is perfect. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying I think this is friendly fire on John Root's part, I think this is a lot of us needing that outrage corn to be upset about something. To, to, to instead of allowing someone that's doing good work, that now they need to be perfect. And now if, 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 if inadvertently there was a flag there and that was posted on a behind the scenes video that now it all needs to be, it all needs to be boycotted in the same way that Bud Light and Target need to be boycotted. I think this is an L take from John. I told him this. I've been talking with Dallas. He might come on the channel. Dallas has never been afraid of the smoke, by the way. Every hard conversation uh, that that has came up, he's leaned into. We've talked about a lot of this stuff. We've talked about the quote-unquote Mormon affiliation. We've talked about all of it. And at the end of the day, I think this is unfortunate. I think this is a distraction. I think this is a, a, a need to be known by the things we're against instead of being known by the things we're for and the values we're for. And I think a lot of times this is why conservatives keep holding L's in culture. Is instead of rallying together on the things that, that we're for, we need to pick apart everything that we're against. And at the end of the day, if I can make something and I get to work with a Palestinian or an LGBT, LGTV person or a Catholic person, but we're building something that I'm in charge of, the way Dallas is in charge of the chosen, the way Dallas is creating the chosen as a born-again believer, I don't see any issues with that. Now, if you're building businesses and you're partnering with people, I think that's a little bit different. And I think that's what the don't be easily yoked. A yoke is two oxen being partnered together to carry and distribute weight together equally. I don't think that's what's happening here. I don't think it's fair to Dallas. To be fair to John, he said that he would have, John Root, who's a part of Turning Point USA, conservative world, he would have. He said, I would have said the same thing if it was a MAGA flag or it was a DeSantis flag. I don't think that kind of stuff belongs in the context of ministry. And to that, I would say, good. At least you got just scales. He tweeted that. I appreciated that. I like that tweet. I think that's good. And I think that uh, ultimately, at least he has just scales in that regard. But I don't think the chosen is a ministry. I don't think they're a church. I don't, they're literally not a nonprofit. I think they're making media and art and uh, attempting to show the authentic Jesus as best as they could. So those are my thoughts on this whole thing. I want to know what you guys think. Is it off with their head? This is the last strike. How dare you? And I don't think any of you guys are going to have your mind changed by this. I think all of you have either already made up your mind uh, for or against the chosen. And I think uh, this is neither here nor there. I just wanted to present you guys some of the the, the actual facts of what was happening. It's not 
a massive flag that's being flown. It's not even something from them. It's from one of their employees flying a three-inch flag on their own equipment, which I think it would be crazy if your boss, your gay boss came up to you at work and told you to take off your Jesus shirt. And I think it would be equally as crazy for the chosen to walk up and tell that man to take off his flag from his own equipment. I think that's kind of wild. But unfortunately, that's the era that we're living in. So anyway, those are my thoughts on this. If you guys want to go the extra mile, partner with us for as little as $5 a month. Keep these streams brand free so we can stay independent, answering only to you and never having to take a brand deal and make goofy commercials like this. Consider partnering with our online community $5 a month. Our friends at GenuCell Skincare have exciting news to celebrate in 2023. Using Manscaped during my showers after workout has given me much more confidence. And that's where Mudwater comes in. True Classic has got your pack. All thanks to the sponsor of today's video, SayMine.com. Established titles is your opportunity to earn the title of Laird or Lady. Objective credit approval rates range from 7.99% APR to 19.99% APR, included 0.50% auto pay discount. If you don't want us to make ads with brands you don't care about, sign up for our online community for as little as $5 a month to keep us independent and ultimately answering to you as our boss. You get all sorts of benefits like daily replays of our after party streams, exclusive access to our Discord community, and early access to our podcast interviews, all starting for only $5 a month.